It's Coffee Quad Time! now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, Demonstrations of products and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1 646 558 8656. You will need the meeting ID 848 725 450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. Well, a very good morning to you, and welcome to the Coffee Club on this September 15th, 2021. I hope you're all doing well. We've got the full crew here, and we'll go around and talk to everybody, say we're doing pretty good. We're going to talk at the end of this a little bit about the iPhone event yesterday. We've got a visit to the Humane Society and the abduction of one kitten from the Humane Society. So we'll be talking about that with Chris and Dave and all their adventures in the last several days of being a new kitten owner. And so we'll be talking about that. I cannot... uh, complain too much have booked our return trip to florida on the 27th so we've got that done why 
Well, I don't know if this way the poor lady was looking it up, but there was about a $500 difference between Southwest and Spirit Airlines. I don't know if Spirit takes you on hamsters or what it does, but it was a lot cheaper this time than Southwest. Usually get good good flights, but um, saved us almost $1,000. So that's that's not too bad. So, Jenny, we'll turn it over to you. How are you doing? Well, I'm out here in my usual spot, and I'm getting ready to work on a, a project that I promised that I would do for the alumni before we left. Setting sail on that tomorrow or Friday. And right. But what did I have to do to get that started? He made a, bar- <laughs> he made a bargain. He said he would do laundry if I did that. So. so. Okay. <laughs> So I'll, I'll, I'll type. <laughs> you'll type, and I'll do the laundry. But uh, you're also starting a new adventure too, aren't you? Yeah. Um, your new website. We're reinvigorating. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We're invigorating your your new business, and that should be very, very shortly. Jenny is a Braille transcriber. Um, has been doing it for many, many years, like we've talked about, for the Power Light Company and various other projects. But we're now going to put this all into a website, um, tons of contact information, her own toll-free number where customers can call and ask questions or make bids or do whatever they want to. So stay tuned for details and it's the website's going to be adapt to dot com adapt to dot dot com and so that's going to be up and going we've already purchased the domain we're just putting the the last few touches together and the website will be up and so we'll be going with um with what she I'm does. I'm finding I've never had a web presence before. Well, it's to get you on Google and to get your name out there. And so, who knows what orders Jeff will call you with. So, tonight, <laughs> I guess it's... To pay his bills. Yeah. And we've got Lions Club tonight, so <laughs> you get to take notes for that and uh, get to step up and be on the A-team this week. So, Are you a secretary of the Lions Club, Jennifer, or what? No, but I've been helping the secretary because she has to have a tape recorder and, you know, they're harder to come by. So I've been making notes in the background in case her tape recorder quit. Yeah, so she cannot do anything without a tape recorder. And she keeps breaking them. And that seems to be, we can't find... Um, cassette recorders or too many of them are ones that suit her purpose any longer so it's an issue and I got her a digital recorder one of those from Blind Bargains didn't like that, too complicated so it's I thought that one was pretty cool because it didn't even talk to you right. told you what to do yeah. yeah, pretty good but that's how things kind of go um, let's go to... Did you just hear who came in today, Bill? Yes, I did. We'll get to him in just a moment. We drug him out of the woodwork. Let's go to Jeff 
I drink five cups of coffee a day. Yeah, I drank five cups of coffee, Bennett. Yes. <laughs> I had a doctor visit yesterday and it was great. I mean, I had no problems. Um, I'm always leery when I have to meet someone for the first time and, and I can't see, but she was great and it was a fantastic visit. My blood pressure was 134 over 80. Mike, I don't know if that's good or not, but she she said there's no problem with it. She didn't want to change my medication or do anything. The only thing I've got to do is do lab work because they used to have a lab at the place where I, I get my visit, and that lab is temporary, temporarily closed down. So hopefully they'll reopen that. But So today I'm going to go for lab work, but that's not a big deal. Everything is good here. Got to hear the Apple special events. Uh, actually, I got to hear it, and I got to hear what I missed because it's archived on their website. So I know we're going to talk about that later. So that's all she wrote here, Bill. All right. Let's go to Altoona, Pennsylvania. Well, we're doing well. And uh, I know the panel knows this, but so everybody else knows, we're going to disappear about 1025. We've got to link to a virtual waiting room at 1030. So, But we're doing well. Um, Misbehaving as always. Misbehaving. Oh, not you, Dave. Not you. <laughs> so we'll, we'll be back to you in a little bit because you're going to share your experiences at the Humane Society. So... So if you're into that, you've got quite a story, and we'll be talking about that and all that process. Let's go to Radio 10. Good morning, everyone. Beautiful day today, high of 75 and sunny and all that, so looking forward to that. Um, And just so people know, I won't be here on Friday. Bill's going to fill in, I guess. Yeah. And... um, also, there's a couple days next week. I'll have to check on that. I think I think it's Tuesday and Friday again, but I'm not sure of that. Anyway, you better get me next week. Done. Yeah. Then I'll be done with rehab, I think, as far as I know, unless maybe they find another problem like, like rehab people want to do, you know what I mean, so that they can keep you there longer. But... <laughs> No, I, they've been actually quite good to work with. Very good. And we'll be there Friday. And that reminds me, I'm a glutton for punishment. Two hours after this show, at 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 o'clock Central, uh, Bill and Perry will return. And that's the only show where we do a lot of talking, a lot of conversation between the two of us, but it includes you, and we play a ton of requests, and you're going to hear, um, it's kind of like a different side of the legend that you might not hear in a regular regular music show, but uh, that'll be coming on today at 1 o'clock, and so we'll be there for that one. So I think, oh, let's go to, I think we've gotten everybody. Did you put Michael on the panel? Yeah, he's here. He's ready. Okay. Oh, good morning, everyone. And Michael, we'll get to your Apple thing in just a moment, in, in just a few moments. But how are you doing? I am doing well. Uh, there's probably more folks that know about the app. I did listen to the event live yesterday. It's pretty cool. You click on it. It's on Medically Audio Described. But uh, no, we're doing well. We've relocated uh, out of Evansville to a small town about 30 miles north, so getting used to more rural living. Uh, there's some pros and cons to that. It might be an interesting topic at some point to talk to people about. But uh, 
So, yeah, we've just been doing the websites, taking on some new clients and some different industries. And, um, yeah, just one of them being Jenny. Yep. Yeah. The Braille transcription. One of them being uh, Jenny. And so Braille transcription, it's time we bring that to to what she needs to be. But we'll be back to you in just a few minutes because we're going to go Apple in depth in just a few minutes here. Just want to make sure that we get all this. A few people out of the... Um, give their opportunity to talk and then we'll come back and we're going to go Apple, Apple, Apple for a while. So I see we've got four participants. We've got and four th- of them, Bill. And... That's it. We got four. So, you want me to start with the first one? Let's start with the first one. Okay. First of all, Joe up up in Albuquerque, New Mexico, Europe, and then after Joe will be Al in Palmer Heights, Ohio. Go ahead, Joe. Unmute yourself. Alt A on that keyboard will get you to unmute yourself. Okay. Here, here we go. Thank you so much. We're here. Sixty-seven degrees, sunny skies up to eighty-nine today, and over sixty-two. And whoever might care or not care, I realize September is. National Classical Music Month, so I'm celebrating in in, in different ways. I, I, I remember when I was announcer at KUOM, University of Minnesota, student radio station, I'd, I'd love to play Charles Hives. They actually gave me 15 minutes to fill whatever I wanted to do was in, was in classical music be, be, before the newscast. And, oh, what a barrel of fun one can have in 15 minutes. <laughs> You like Charles Ives show? That's that's very yeah, yes, that, I do. That, that's I, considered I, very contemporary classical at, at the time when it came out. I, you know. I, I, I I simply loved Charles Ives. He he did some unusual things with hymns and and other string quartets and other things. He started out traditional and on composer's date book today they had an item that he said his second uh, chamber work. He said he would have given his professor a heart attack. <laughs> there you go. Well, maybe we'll have to get you into, into listening to John Cage. Oh yeah, I know that. that there's another un- unusual. Oh man, that's uh, really ultra, ultra. <laughs> so Joe, we'll have to give you a phone call and talk to you privately about some of this stuff because you and I like some of the same things. So. Oh sure, that 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 would be cool. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, good morning, Ellen. Yeah. I was going to say John Cage came to our high school and did a performance. And uh, at the for one of our assemblies or whatever they call it, but anyway, it was pretty interesting. <laughs> how did that, I was going to ask you one question, Tim? Because I know that we've got a bunch of hands, but how did the audience receive it? This is not what you kind of think that a lot of high school kids would like to listen to. I they actually enjoyed it, but uh, the one one of the things he played was oh, it was I don't know if I get the title right exactly, but it was like music for. Symphony and transistor radio. <laughs> yes, I know what you're talking about. I remember it, Tim. Oh, yeah. anyway, it was interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. Anyway, I just wanted. Hey, good morning to you, Alan. Yeah, you too, Bill and company. <laughs> but uh, anyway, just we're gonna. We've got a kind of a busy day today. We've got a. Uh, we got a little appointment to go to today, and then after that, that's pretty much it. So our day is pretty normal for the most part. <laughs> well, just enjoy it, and I hope it's successful. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Very good, right. Joe and Ellen. All right. Okay. Thank you, guys. Sure. sure. All right. Alan, Parma Heights, Ohio, can you unmute yourself, please? 
Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing this morning? I'm doing well. Anyway, the temperature here is 69 degrees under rainy skies. We have off and on rain today, and we had a lot of thunder overnight. And, uh, it cooled things down. We're going to have less humidity this week until the weekend. Anyway, Tim, I see your twins uh, beat our Indians in the second game last night, so uh, I'm kind of disappointed we blew a three-run lead in the second game with the day-night doubleheader. And uh, hopefully we'll get to you guys tonight, and, uh, and then we'll play the Yankees over the weekend. Anyway, I want to wish Jeff a happy new year. Well, thank you, Al. Thank you very much. Uh, very, very good. And today is actually Yom Kippur, the, uh, the Day of Atonement. I guess I'm atoning for all my sins, Al. Yes, uh, amen to that. That's good. Maybe you'll drink three cups of coffee instead of five now, right? <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. No, no, I'll never change that one. <laughs> just, hey, just remember the chin and tonic. That's the important thing. That's right. You got it, Al. You got you got the right priorities down, okay. right? Anyway, one more thing. I'm going to mention to Dave if he's still online. That I did find the song that that uh, I was looking up on Lady A. I, I remember it came out in 1969 around this time, so I had Lady A look up Billboard songs from September 15th and of uh, 1969, and uh, it turned out to be In a Moment by the uh, Intrigues, the name of the group. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm I'm still having issues with Lady A asking, uh, I asked her, what's the song called? And she said, Legend Oldies Radio. I said, no, that's not the name of the song. <laughs> yeah, we, we did play that. As a matter of fact, we played that Monday. Right, and that, that's when I uh, called you a second time, telling me that I couldn't find the title of the artist on Lady A. And you guys had the same issue, I think. Where, I think that maybe sometimes the A lady doesn't get the title streams. Because everybody else does, but she doesn't yeah, seem that's to. Weird, yeah. Yeah, we're working on that. We've already, we've kicked that up to the next level, Al. That okay, problem that is being good. worked on. I've noticed sometimes, even though if you ask her, she won't tell you what the song is. But if you have an Amazon show, you can look on the screen and see what the song is. Right. Have a okay, then. You guys take care. And, uh, I know you got a lot of calls ahead, and I'll let you guys go. And you guys have a great day. And looking all forward right. to Perry this afternoon, Bill and Perry, and all the good guys. And we'll, and next time we'll see the rest of you be tomorrow night. I had a request for in a moment just the other day. Who was that? I, I don't remember who did who requested it. But anyway. All right, Scott Edwards, can you unmute yourself, please? Since he's out in Phoenix, Arizona, yes. out there. Go ahead, Scott. How are yes, you? I haven't I... talked to you in a long time. Yes, I have just, I've already unmuted. Uh, good morning, all of you. Uh, yes, it's uh, pretty hot here during the day. It's cooled down a little bit at night, but um, still, we still have our hot days. Um, when it's early in the I morning, had, there. Uh, probably in the 70s, I think 60s, 70s, something like that. Uh, Anyway, I had a question for Chris and Dave specifically. Uh, something I've never heard y'all talk about. Maybe you have. If you ordered, if you had any experience with trash compactors. Well, we do not have a trash compactor. I had one in one of the apartments I lived in. Dave, have you guys ever had a trash compactor? No. It oh, it was okay. I mean, I didn't find it to be overly useful. So um, it's it basically. The basic description you had a i guess you had like underneath like a little like a trash yeah, it was like a pull-out drawer like a pull-out drawer wanted, you put in whatever you wanted squish down close the you drawer buy bags you have to buy them to fit your compactor and no, you just push a button and it runs it the problem i had with it was our dumpster was the equivalent of a block and a half or two blocks away so if you compact that trash um it can get pretty heavy it can get pretty heavy yeah Oh, I see. 
Okay. Did that's, you buy one for your, tra- for your trailer, Scott, or are you thinking about no, getting No, I, I was just curious about it because I, I, noticed some, I noticed my trash seems to fill up fairly quickly. Uh, well, I, I empty it. I, empty, I take it out once a week. But it seems if you don't have good. a long way to carry it to but, get you know, it picked which I up, don't, yeah. you'd be fine. Yeah, which I don't. Anyway. How much does it actually impact it? Um, quite a little bit. Probably about half the size, maybe. Oh. All right. Well, it's good to know. I was, I was just curious. I never heard y'all talk about it, but I, I became curious about it. Just wondered. Anyway, well, that's all I had. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. And it's good to hear you, Scott. We don't get to hear you very often, so thanks for coming in. All right. All right. We have David Myers next. Okay. I'll try to make mine fairly quick. Um, Bill and Jenny, I believe, speak to me, may have a cassette recorder with USB plugs on it, jacks on it. I don't know quite what else it does, but it is fairly cheap, and um, it's about all I know. Speaktomecatalog.com. That's good. That's good, David. I don't know. No matter what... If it's cassette, she will work it, but we'll see. I'll I'll uh, go to speaktome.com and see if we can find one for she. It must be a block or something because that digital one was pretty easy. But you know what? Who am I to say? But she wants a cassette recorder. And have you ever seen this uh, little unit, Dave? I thought David. I I haven't. Well, Too many Daves. <laughs> oh, David! I'll say David. How about that? Yeah, that's fine. Um, what about I don't know the digital recorder that you did get her? Uh, would you? And I've never used one of these either. But would you consider the Wilson, perhaps? Um, I might consider that, but the one I got her was from Blind Bargains. I forgot the name of it, but. I would consider a Wilson. Is that even easier than that one was? I don't know. It sounds like it would be. I think there's only three buttons. Um, I think play record, play record and stop. Now you're not going to be able to get as much on it as you would say a MicroSpeak, which might be the one you were looking at. Um, but uh, I, I'm, I have not used one. I don't know how good they are, but. It's just a thought. That's a good thought, though. Those those are good thoughts. You know, the trouble is when you go to some of that and she wants some distance in the room for the recording to pick up, some of those do not do as well as, you know, a good microphone pickup so you can hear. But but, but I, I, I would consider or entertain all options to see if we could find her something you know, that would work for because they just tend to kind of break on her. And I don't, I don't, I don't even remember the last time I used a cassette recorder to tell you the truth. Another place possibly to look because they seem to have a bit of everything is uh, LSNS. Yeah. I know I got a cane from them this last year. Um, and, you know, speak to me as a live, and I'm sure the one out of New York, ILA, might have some too. But um, 
I, I just don't know anybody that uses cassettes anymore, but I'm sure they're out there. You're lucky you can find them these days. Yeah. So you doing all right otherwise, David? Uh, yeah, we are doing fine. It's um, actually it's cool here as it's been in the past several mornings. We're I've got a thermometer outside my window, and it's at 64 degrees right now. Don't know what the forecast is, however. Yeah. Yeah. Well, got to start someplace, I guess. And 64 sounds very good. We had a lot of rain here last night, so that was good. We needed that rain. Yeah, we could use a lot. Yep. Any other questions or comments, David? Not that I can think of. Uh, Oh, yeah, I do have a comment. Um, Jim, on your show tomorrow night, I'm requesting 435 by John Cage. (laughs) <laughs> make him find it make him find it <laughs> actually for those who are not necessarily John Cage fans um, he apparently premiered it at a concert and people were so upset that they wanted their money back what it is Jeff it sounds like you know exactly what it was but he would, he sat at the piano for 4 minutes and 35 seconds yep. doing yep. absolutely nothing and got up. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yep. I, I, I have heard about that too. The guy was, he's passed, he's gone now, but the guy was definitely strange. Very strange. And of course, if you like strange music, uh, Joe will probably know about this from uh, Albuquerque. Listen to some of the music of Philip Glass as well. Yep. So, and, the, and then the other comment I would have is um, in my experience in concert bands, I played a couple of Charles Ives numbers and. Once you caught on to the parts, they were actually a lot of fun to play. Yeah. I was going to mention that uh, I think I'd rather play PDQ Bach on my show myself. <laughs> Boy, we're, we're, we're reaching it there. Thank you, David. Who's next, Jen? Oh, Gail, can you unmute yourself? Alt-A on that keyboard will get you unmuted. Hi there. It's me in one piece. <laughs> That's good. That's what we want. One piece. Um, have you ever heard of Scott Joplin, Maple Leaf Rag? Well, of course, I, per, I he he was very famous in ragtime. He he wrote it as a matter of fact, with Gail. Love that thing. <laughs> I think that thing. It's almost like uh, the Sting, the Entertainer from the Sting. Yeah. There's so much alike. There's so much alike. We, I studied that. I was in at St. Cloud State at the time, and there was a class on uh, that kind of music and stuff. It was rather interesting. Well, if you like but that anyway, kind of music, uh, like the, and listen to the music of Jelly Jelly Roll Morton, and I think you'll like that as well. Oh yeah, I've heard of him too. I've heard. He's I've very heard, good. But I'm I'm doing pretty good. I have to go to the to the doctor today to get a to have a blood draw, and I'm starting to wear these things called Ted socks. If you've heard of them. And my and Wendy, my PCA, had to put. She says, "If I've got to come back here at ten o'clock at night to take these socks off you, there's no way I'm going to do that." I can see her point, but this doctor wants me to wear these, I suppose, because of the swelling and stuff like this. But I'd never be able to get them off myself. I try, you know, I kind of fiddled with it, and it, they were difficult for her to get on me in the first place because they're so tight. Anyway, well, they let um, you get the ones. Well, they let you get the ones that have zippers, so you can unzip them. They're a little easier to get off no. and on if they just want you to wear support hose. 
No, they she they had to have. I had to have these. Well, you tell the doctor I'll get the ones that I can use, and and you you, you don't let the doctor tell you. You tell the doctor. I try, you know, and she's she's being an advocate for me. Wendy is not, you know, and we speak, you know, we talk to him, but they do these things. Doctors, why is it that doctors think with anyone, I don't care if it's a blind person or who or whatever, that they, you know, that they think that, well, you have to do what we say or else. You know, they do make a uh, a pump. I was having trouble a few years ago with Are those those, those pumps where you put those boots on your legs? And yeah, then it's, that it's kinda, goes up it, and down. It's kind of like a um, a heavy sock. It's not like those the ones you were talking about. And then you just put, you just strap this thing on your leg and turn on the pump, and it raises. I had that in the and, hospital. The thing goes up and down, and then to the other leg, it kind of massages them and gets helps keep the fluid or get yeah, the fluid down. They're pretty cool. Yeah, you use them if you have lymphedema. Yeah. Well, yeah, and they make battery-operated ones, and I had some of those so that you can walk around in them. So you, because when I had my knee surgery, I had to wear it for, like, 18 hours a day. Oh, boy. For the first couple weeks. So they were, they could have recharge of the ones I had had rechargeable batteries in them. But I was just kind of wondering about that. Otherwise, like I said, I like this doctor, but it's like, let's try this on Gail. Let's try that on Gail. Let's try, 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 try. It's like... <laughs> You know, well, it's going to solve everything to try a bunch of stuff. Got to remember, the one thing about doctors is they practice medicine. It's a practice. practice is right. You know, and he's a nice guy. He's a good doctor. But I'm still using this walker. And to use it, I mean, it was great. Um, Ellen, your your tip was wonderful. It's still... It still doesn't, the, the walker itself doesn't, still doesn't like me very well as far as getting in and out of this door. But that's not your fault. But otherwise, I'm doing pretty good otherwise. I've been busy with other things and, of course, listening to the legend and keeping up with him and everybody. And I have a Zoom, I've had a Zoom, my Zoom calls with um, my nephew and his wife and their son. Uh, and that's, it, it was a couple days, a few days ago I had one, in fact, and it was really a lot of fun. So anyway, that's the way things are going with me. Very good, Gail. Thanks. We'll talk to you, I know, by Friday anyway. So, yep. all right. Be Bill careful. out in Chicago, Illinois, the whole, the part of the Midwest there. Go ahead, say hello to us. Hey, hi there, buddy. We're doing this morning. Uh, it's about 65 degrees here in the mid-70s today. And then we're going to shoot back up for the weekend into the, into the mid-90s, so they're saying it all next week. Uh, one thing uh, was with Gail, when you sit, do you prop your legs up? That'll help too. If you can, every time you sit down, find a footstool or something where you raise your legs. That'll help the, the fluid in those legs, even though you're wearing those socks. Don't just sit with your feet down in an ordinary chair all the time. Get a recliner or get a little stool and put in front of your chair and put your feet up on that. That'll help with circulation. And you are right. Sometimes you have to tell the doctor, hey, let me try this. It'll be easier. The ones that zip are easier. I've never you know, used them, but I, I know people did use them. You know, Bill, there's a lady who works at Channel 13, or used to work at Channel 13, WNYT uh, in Albany, New York, named Benita Zahn. Her specialty was a, was a news anchor, but her specialty was health. And she said uh, in that if your doctor is not listening to you, and if your doctor won't listen to you, you have to have a relationship with you and your doctor. And if your doctor won't listen to you and won't understand what you're trying to say, then it's time for a new doctor. Remember, right, as, I, you, as you I, have I said over you. and over again, and, I, and I've said this, I had to say this to a doctor, and I said to the doctor I got rid of, 
you don't work i don't work for you you work for me and if you're not performing the services that i want there's always someone else who will right that's right that's right and also um another thing i heard mike said he moved to a little tiny town about 30 miles north of evansville uh does Mike have any trouble getting his groceries on that, or has he got someone there? I don't know anything about his life. I'm just curious because you get in the little towns and you'll spend a fortune doing Uber or Lyft or whatever they are to carry your food to you or getting yourself because most of the little towns won't have any grocery stores unless it's Yeah, but Bill, don't worry about it. We, we, he, he decided, he told me that he was going to take all that all those delivery charges and put them on your credit card, okay? Oh, okay. And also, Jeff, uh, Happy New Year to you, but the only trouble is You'll be you'll be six feet under the time to get through of all your atonements. You're, you're darn right about that, Bill. You, <laughs> sir, you, you are so right about that, Bill. I totally agree with I, you on uh, that. Uh, time Bill, to get through the list. You'll be you'll be six feet under. <laughs> hey, Bill, are you going to stick around for Chris and Dave's uh, experiences at the vet? With oh yeah, uh, I'll be I'll be here for the cat. What they do? They they forget to clean clean up before their previous cat. I don't know. Uh-huh. Maybe. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Catch Bye-bye. you guys later. Thank you, Bill. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. We have two more people. Let's go to you, Charles, out in Baltimore, Maryland, and uh, and then we'll do Beth Moline out in uh, Minnesota. Uh, yes. How's everybody? We're hanging We're fine. in. Uh, first of all, um, yes, I do have a leg pump uh, for lymphedema. That's what I have. And it's easy to use. It's from a place called... Medical Solution Supplier in Pennsylvania. Uh, they're very nice uh, to deal with. They really are. Um, anyway, I do have a question about last week's show with Dave. That was so cool that he was able to make it in uh, broadcasting. Uh, there's not a lot of blind people winning, unfortunately. Um, I was wondering if he ever heard of or ever met Ed Walker from Washington. Uh, Willard Scott and him worked together. And um, when Ed Walker was approached by blind people about making it in broadcasting, um, Ed kind of shied away from wanting to help them for some reason. I don't know why that is. I remember he had a television show, and this blind lady um, asked, you know, could I come on and talk about guide dogs? So he said no. He could have been more direct, you know, more congenial about it and said, well, maybe... Uh, I'll check with my boss or whatever, um, you know, that kind of thing. And when he did, when he was in uh, radio, did he ever have to do remotes, like go to a store or a car dealer or something like that and do a remote broadcast? And how do you handle the aspects of it where um, you have to go meet people and talk to them? Uh, since if you're totally blind, you can't make the eye contact and know who's stand, standing there and that kind of thing. So uh, how did that work? Okay, uh, thank Dave, you, Charles. Dave, did, did you do remotes, Dave? Uh, yeah, I, yes, I did. I did quite a few remotes. Um, as a matter of fact, I had, um, actually, I had my own remote equipment. I had a, a microwave system and the whole thing. But anyway, I, I did a lot of remotes and, I don't know, um, wasn't really a problem because when I was doing the remotes, most of the people that I needed to talk to uh, came over to where I was broadcasting. So it, it worked out really well. And Ed Walker, I knew of him. I never met him, though. Well, he spoke at the ACB convention in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, 
back in, uh, let's see. When 2003. Did I go 2003. I will tell you about Ed Walker because I know people who knew him. Um, I'm not trying to disparage him, but he had an ego that was a mile high. But when he lost his job at WRC and when he, when he, when he couldn't find top job work, that really humbled him, and he changed his tune awful quickly. Yeah, and I would comment that Ed and even Bernie Egan and Joe Elliott at WHAS, I think they really didn't want to play the blindness card. You know, they wanted to be respected as a broadcaster. They didn't want pity or someone to think, oh, you're amazing because you're blind and doing radio. I mean, they really wanted to be on an equal and still do, in case Bernie and and Joe, you know, want to be on an equal front and, and don't really want to play that blindness card. They want to be treated as an equal and be respected as a broadcaster. So, but yeah, remotes was no big deal. I did some of those. I mean, you know, a lot of times you had another person, but even if you didn't, like Dave said, they have to come to you because you've got the microphone and everything and the microphone stands. So you've got them, you pretty much, you know where they are because you've got the microphone there, either handing it to them or if you've got a stand or something. So yeah, that's right. you've got all that in place. There's also another part of the remote. When you're doing a remote from a car dealer, you're not going to talk to just a regular John, John, John public. You're talking to the, the management of the people who own that dealership so you can promote what they're selling. I found them fun. It was fun. Yeah, I liked them as well. We had the we had the Marty that was like a one sixty one point seven, and sometimes the CSX railroad would interfere. And we had like three different channels we could use, and we had to make sure all that was good. And I did one with a like a walkathon, and actually had a modified ICOM handy talkie, and we modified it to go up to one sixty two or whatever. And so I would uh, broadcast with that walking, and I remember the antenna. I had a five-eighths wave, so it was about 40 inches long, and it got kind of caught in the trees, but I uh, was able to manipulate it and keep walking and talking, and so that was fun. I, I like remotes, too. You get out to meet people, and you I never know who's going to come up and talk Mike, to you. Mike, I shouldn't tell you this, but when I had the ham radio gear, and I and they were doing station remotes, my friend and I would park right near the station remotes, and we'd put a dead carrier on the frequency, and it would cut off that, <laughs> that radio remotes. That was not That's nice. Jeff. That's right. You remember you said you caused trouble, Dave? Well, I caused my share of trouble, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I did mischievous, I think about 3 a.m. one morning, I, I played Barry Had a Little Lamb on the police uh, channel. Uh-oh. Oh, that could get you in real trouble, Mike. Uh, yeah, I yeah they they were looking for it, but, yeah, so we didn't do that again. There you go. Anything else? the statute else? of limitations run out on you, Mike? Okay. I hope so, Tim. Uh, 89, 88, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm sure they're not even worried about it, Mike. I wouldn't worry about it if I were you. Okay, Jeff, do we have anybody we else? We have two more people. So we have Beth. Uh, Beth, can you unmute yourself? And then after you, Beth, will be Pam Francis. So go yeah. ahead, Beth. Go ahead. You are unmuted. Go ahead. Yep. I, I, in fact, I've got an, uh, I used NVDA this morning and did it that way. So then I was able to hear myself unmuting. So that really helps. But um, I was thinking about what you were all talking about, those tape, those cassette, um, cassette recorders. I know I was talking to you about one. Bill, one time, there was, uh, I know we were going to see about working on that together, and then it never, <laughs> then it never happened. I don't know for sure what went on there, but I, I still have it here, I think. And I know it's one that I got from Speak to Me. I thought it was a, a Jensen. That might be the brand. I wish I could actually see the name, the, the brand name on there, but unfortunately, with me being totally blind, and I can't. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe we just forgot. I can't remember. I'm just trying to remember. But what it, what is unique about this cassette recorder? 
Well, I, I was told that we could record um, our cassettes onto the computer with it. Ah. I mean, it's a cassette. It's a player, actually, I guess. And it's just got three buttons on it. Must have a USB port on it. It does, yeah. That's that's another thing. And it you plug it in, and then it probably makes it a file, I would think. I don't know. I'm sure it would, but unfortunately, it doesn't. It turns my jaws off when I get on, and it just, it just everything goes silent. There's a way of Isn't fixing that. Recorder that's made to work with Dragon Dictate, so that you can plug it in and play the recording, and it transcribes it on your computer. That might be it. I'll know, but there's a way to fix that problem. Yeah. There's a way to fix that problem with JAWS. You just have to go into the sound card settings, you know, when you do your Alt-U and go down to sound cards. Instead of making naming JAWS as a default, you've got to actually put it on the name of your default sound card. And then the next time you plug that in, it will not, JAWS will not take it over. Okay. Yeah, because JAWS, JAWS doesn't even speak when I put right. that in. Right. right. When I plug, JAWS, JAWS doesn't, it, it doesn't speak at all when I plug in the, the recorder right. or the well, player, whatever. That, that'll fix it. And of course, the new version of JAWS, well, that's a whole different story. But mm-hmm. but anyway, that will fix that particular problem with JAWS and the recorder, if you ever use a cassette recorder anymore. Sometimes I, w- I want to because I want to be able to get all my cassettes on to the computer and then donate the cassettes to someone who could actually use them. And there are certain people out there who still want to use cassettes for different things. And if they do, well, power to them. <laughs> and we'll see if we can hook up sometime. I'll send you an email or call you and we'll work it out. Yeah, because I sent you an email with my phone number one time. Did you? I'm going to go back and look. I get so many, and I don't mean... Well, and I'm not knocking you for it. I just figured I can still... um, I've still got the one email that you sent me afterwards, but then we never really got to hook up. Yeah. (laughs) Well, let's see if we can't make it happen. Thank you, Beth. Thank you very much. Could I let you... Oh. What did she say? I didn't hear what you said. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to let you know. I, I did a temporary. I did the space for next a week from the, tomorrow will be our universal yums here at the sanctuary. Oh, good. And who knows what you'll do next? Well, we'll know when you know. That's but, right. And then the following week, I'll, I'll just have to wait till the following week to tell you what it was, that, that which country we had. We'll be interested. And thank you, Beth. All right, your next Pam Francis out there in the wilds of Kansas City, Missouri. Go ahead, Pam. Hey, good morning to everyone, or good day, and happy New Year to you, Jeff. Thank you. Um, I have a techie question having to do with the Fire TV. Well, we'll see if we can help you. I've got one. All right. Um, I've got a Prime Video also on this thing, as well as you know, just most of the other apps that are accessible. What I don't know is how to... Once I get into Prime Video, how do I make make sure that audio description is on? I can do that in the settings. And, well, the, and the best way to do it is uh, is I do it, and I tell you what you can do. 
Uh, if you go and I believe when you're watching a movie or whatever, um, what I do is I have it turned on at all times and settings. And that right. means that means that when you go to a movie and it's audio described uh, or a TV channel and it's audio described, it will be there at all times. Then you, okay. if you set it there in the settings, no matter what you do, that is a global adjustment, and that changes that that turns audio description on for everything that that might need it. So if you're watching channel, I don't know whatever TV channel it is. Now, of course, it doesn't work with the cable channels because that's different. That that that's that's dependent on your cable converter box. But if you're watching any channel, let's say that you have a regular antenna for, or you any channel, any show that you get for Prime Video, like. Uh, Oh, um, I'm trying to think. And like uh, the, the Mrs. Maisel, that show, where, for example, if that's described, a- any episode of that you watch and, and Prime Video is available, you will actually have Prime Video if you set it up that way. Well, the reason I asked that is because I know that that with during the, the convention, they had the Amazon people on and they were saying you had to go into the menu and 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 do your individual uh, like antenna you, channels. Uh, yes, you separately. can. You can do it that way, but you don't have to do it that way if you, if you put it in settings. If you do it in settings, only it should trick, be. The only but, thing is, if you put it in settings, if you watch some shows on TV, like your antenna channels, if they use that that channel for something else, like. Spanish. For example, I Spanish. watch the football game, and you'll get the commentators in Spanish. Yeah, so I've got to a girlfriend that happened to. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's not a perfect world, and unfortunately, there is it's, not a third. It's pretty uh, easy to just, if you just hit the menu button a couple times, and it'll go, and you can arrow down to the to the language thing, and you can highlight. You highlight English, and, and that'll turn off. It usually says Spanish. Half the time it says Spanish. Right. If you highlight English, it will turn off the audio description. But it is buggy right now. It it is buggy, and sometimes it don't work even though it is turned on. So if anyone's experiencing that, I can verify that that is happening. And I have a mic, but I know that other people have. So you're you're, you're right. It it is buggy on and Fire TV, and they they keep coming out with only, updates. Only bad thing about it is if you listen to things on good speakers, sometimes if you leave the video description on. It messes with the sound of your speakers, too. Well, a lot of times, sometimes, depending on the channel, and Mike, you've seen this, where the video description, the description will be in one channel and the TV show will be in the other. And oh, that, I hate that. Or sometimes there's two options. It'll say description or description with surround or whatever, description with 5.1. So sometimes yep. there's two options, but you're right. Sometimes it just takes away any surround and then just puts the description in the center channel and... Yeah, so sometimes it does degrade it. It's not a perfect world, Pam, unfortunately, and and I'm not sure how they're going to address this. They, I mean, because because if like for example, if I want to watch Mike and Molly, um, if that's a comedy show I kind of like. I don't know why I like it, but it's it's uh, if, if I put it on the channel 23 in, in our market, it's it's not described in uh, in audio. It's it, the alternate track track was in German. Okay, so so it's not a perfect world. No. But is there a difference in how this is handled with versus the with the Toshiba versus the Insignia? No, the Toshiba no. Insignia are exactly the same television set. Okay, I thought so. They're made by the same company. Just one's a little junkier than the other. You the, know about that. <laughs> the Insignia is, is oh, pure yeah. D junk. They may be made by the same people. But they do have a few more issues, and they're not made exactly alike, 
but the uh, the system, the operating system they're using, is the same. But I have a Toshiba. Yeah, and that's a much better. Stick with it. Stick with your Toshiba. You won't go wrong, Pam. You guys saw that Amazon's come up with their own releasing in October. They're going to have their own branded TVs. Oh, wow. Which are probably made by TCL or someone, but... TCL, or to, or they could be made by Toshiba. You don't know either, Mike, until you see it, right? You're not going to know. No, and will they be sold at Best Buy? We don't know. I doubt it. Um, we may actually get the same-day delivery here from Amazon, Bill, because they're building an Amazon uh, warehouse there, right yeah. in my backyard. Yeah. You know, before we get to our Apple... Thank you, Pam. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Well, thank but, you for your help. All right. Before we get to the Apple thing and because of time constraints if you want to take a few minutes and then the rest of the show is going to be devoted to the apple coverage so if you want to take a few minutes chris and dave and talk about your experience with the cat uh go right ahead when we went to the humane society in 2009 to adopt flash nobody said anything to us but we overheard a conversation that i don't think we were supposed to overhear in the office about whether blind people could handle a cat especially two blind people and there was some i don't know several minutes of discussion about it and they did let us adopt flash and that was fine we went back this time thinking, well, you know, we might have some problem because the Humane Society's changed managers and so forth. Uh, the manager they had retired. And so we went in and, well, we called first and we said we're interested in having a female, adopting a female kitten. We had the application filled out and everything. They said, well, we have three right now, but we have some in another room. What they failed to tell us was that the room was in another city. But anyway, another room makes it sound like it's in the building. So by the time we got there Thursday, we turned in our application. There was a family waiting. I mean, there was a family already back there who was there to foster a little tiny kitten. And so we kind of chatted a little bit to the person at the desk. And then another family came in and whatever. And when they finally came and got us, well, she ran our application back there. And when they finally came and got us, we figured there might be a question or two, but <clears throat> happy to say there was not a single question, which was good. So I just thought that was real, real positive experience. Well, I don't know how much this factors, but Bill, you, you, uh, this would be a good guess sometime. You have uh, Tammy Hollingsworth in Indianapolis. She, she raises kittens like you know us to bottle feed them and stuff because they've been either taken from their mother or their mother died in birth or whatever but and she could easily have like 12 kittens at any one time and the kitten uh, we chose was fostered and brought back of course because that's what they do when they foster them and i'm not sure i could ever do that but anyway sometimes they do adopt them but this one was brought back and She's the one we saw, and we just kind of fell in love with her and uh, brought her home. Did she come to you first? Did they, did they just give her to you? How did that work with that? No, Chris? they just gave her. To she me. was the only one, the only show in town that day, the only female cat, if I'm not right. mistaken. I, so. I think she must have told the other cats, watch this, I won't be coming back. Right, and so <laughs> that's what Chris 
you know, decided she wanted. Now, Tammy fosters these kittens, and there's a waiting list of people wanting cats from her because she does such a good job with her cats in the raising. They're very socialized when they go to people's homes. Now, I don't know much about that, but that's what people tell me. Oh, that she, she very much handled local spottles, even love honey. And, she but was kind of socialized, but, you know, it's it's new people. Everything was new for her, and I'm sure she was unsure of what was going to happen to her. But, so uh, do you have any advice, Chris, that you're, you guys are totally blind? Guys raise flash. Are there any advice you'd give to people who are blind who want to raise cats for the first time? They've never done it before. Well, for one thing, what we did with flash is we have uh, locators that you can put on the collar. Uh, the one is a tab cat. And it's it's a little tag that you put on the collar, and then there's a little thing about the size of a credit card that you hold in your hand. So that way you can see where you can find out exactly where that where the cat, where the cat is, and uh, that was a lifesaver many times. And we bought some bells. We didn't use the little tiny bells that come on those collars. They're not. They're okay, but they're not that great. So we bought a little bit bigger bells. I bought a package from Amazon, and they're pretty good. Otherwise, it's just, you know, typical typical stuff. And they have to get used to you. I know ours were a little younger when we got ours many years ago, the Siamese. They were only about eight weeks old, where yours is about five months old. Right. So they were little. And when I had a cat in my condo named Patty Cat, she was so little she couldn't even hardly go up the steps. So um, probably the earlier the better you can get them and you can get them socialized. Because I think the vet told me one time that the earlier you get them and can deal with them, the better off you are. That's their... That's her formative time. won't adopt them out hardly unless they're at least four months old. I would have liked to have had a little bit younger one, too, but she's pretty wonderful. Well, when we found out with those that we got one time that were over a year old, it was hard. I don't know if they would have ever really made friends with us. Yeah, they're, they're they difficult. Hadn't Different. been that well socialized anyway, and they just hid all the time. So you are going to keep us up to date each and every week about what's going on with Sunshine? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm Sunshine's sure. Sunshine's already gotten stuck under the couch once, and we she had to be rescued. One of my cats got a Did little bit. Did she cry so you knew she was under there? No, she was busy playing because she could stand up and run around, but she couldn't figure out how to get out. So, but does she favor one over the other? But either you or Dave, not much. Well, if you took a look at Dave, you would run, 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 <laughs> and you would go to Chris, Chris, Chris. Um, oh, I don't know. Now, could you describe the difference between male and female? I mean, some specific reason you wanted a female. Well, we had a male. We were asked that question, actually. We we had a male last time, and we wanted to try a female because we thought a female might possibly, and this isn't a given, but we thought a female might be a little bit more um, calm and a little bit more affectionate. Uh, I had a female that was a holy terror. <laughs> so well, I'm, she is right now, but she's a kitten, and she does like to be held, and she does like to be calmed, and 
She's got a very loud purse. She's solid, almost solid black. I had a breeder tell me once that the females are usually nicer. They don't have uh, as much um, incidence of bladder infections and things like that that the males get. Oh, here comes our cat expert. Yeah, well. <laughs> Go ahead, Bill. Unmute yourself. our number one cat fan. Uh, no, no, the only question I got to ask, I'm no big expert on cats. We had cats on the farm, but I just run around. How do you, how do you, since both of you are blind, if you had to worry about it when you open the door getting out, you check the door first. How about that? Because I know some we, cats, you know, they'll, they'll sneak around and you open the door and they're gone, you know, before you even... We, we check the door first, but what we do, we have a storm door, so what we do is we open the big door, and right. then as we open the storm door to go out, we close the big door. Oh, okay, so you check, you check, make sure it's not between the storm door, or next to oh, the yeah. storm door before you open it, right? So, yeah, oh, yeah, and, if you and, and trouble where she gets when we both go out, we go out one at a time, and we all, a lot of times we will close the big door in between us because it just mm-hmm. is an extra safeguard. Oh, yeah, because they're, they're fast. I know they can they can slip by in no time because I know we were, uh, at, well, Bill knows at Jim's house Saturday after the thing, and he has a cat there. And we was having pizza delivered, and we had to make sure the cat wasn't in front of the storm door when you opened to get the pizza in, because we held the we had to hold the cat back because it likes to go outside. So you're talking about Jim? Jim Hart, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't know he had a cat. Well, I think his grandson is living there with him. It's his cat. That oh. he just hadn't been there that long, but uh, I forgot the name of the cat now. But anyway, he but it was there, and you had to. Watch going out the door and make sure the cat wasn't near the door. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, because they're really, the lo- really, they're fast. I know they're they're quick. They can you you can think they're out of the way, and the next thing you know, they're gone. Oh, you know, that's and, how our yeah. first one got named Flash. Yeah, oh, okay. they're definitely 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 can call. Bill, you but we have, have some... the bell and we have the tab cat, and so we always we right. can always tell where she is. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, let me tell you about the bells. We we had bells on Princess, our cat, and and she knew that that we could hear the bells, and sometimes she could move so quietly that that the bells wouldn't ring at all. You wouldn't know that she was moving around. So, yeah, Flash yeah. could do that too, but she that hasn't can... learned that yet. That Want me to teach her? No, that's okay. <laughs> and Bill, I know you'll be well, back with our Apple questions in a few minutes. I know you'll be back for that. Um, Chris, before you go, because I know you're going to have to go in a few minutes, do you do you want to do a recipe or this sure. week? Or? This is for chocolate mint pie. We haven't done any pies lately. One, this says Pillsbury Pet Ritz deep dish pie crust, but you can use whatever you want. This just happens to be a brand recipe. One and a quarter cups milk. One four serving size. That's the small box that calls for two cups of milk, but in this case you're just going to use one and a quarter. But one of those cook and serve chocolate pudding. You can use chocolate or chocolate fudge, or I suppose you could even use chocolate mint. One cup semi-sweet chocolate chips, four ounces of cream cheese softened, one half cup of powdered sugar, one fourth teaspoon peppermint extract, and if you use chocolate mint pudding, you might not want to add that. Three to five drops of green food coloring. That kind of can be optional, but it would make it look minty. Two cups of frozen whipped topping thawed. 
and four rectangular chocolate mints, like Andes or something like that, unwrapped and coarsely chopped. What you're going to do is you're going to heat oven to 400 degrees, and you're going to bake the pie crust as directed on the package, and let it cool for about 30 minutes after it comes out of the oven. And in a two-quart saucepan, you're going to cook the milk and the pudding mix till it thickens. And then you're going to turn the heat down real low and stir in the chocolate chips and just keep stirring till they're melted. It shouldn't take very long. Then you're going to beat the cream cheese, the powdered sugar, and the peppermint extract together. And also one to two drops of the green food coloring. You're going to spread that mixture, the cream cheese mixture, in your cooled pie crust. And you're going to top it with the chocolate mixture and stir together the whipped topping and the peppermint extract and put that on top of your chocolate mixture and your chopped mints on top of that. Now, one thing you can do if you want to, when you mix that cream cheese mixture with the powdered sugar, you can add a cup of the whipped topping. So you can add half of the whipped topping there if you don't want it all on top. And that makes the cream cheese mixture fluffier. And that's it. Would you say whipped topping? Can I use cool whip? Is that what you know? Yeah, yeah, that's whipped topping. Yeah. Very good stuff. Very good stuff. And you're free to leave anytime you guys need to, because I know this virtual meeting is important to you. Not that we're rushing you off, but I just want to make sure you know. We don't want to hold you back, but want you to stay as long as you possibly, you know. Chris, I would make you dinner or lunch or whatever, but my hands are a little bit weak in the kitchen. But I knew we were going to go there. That's what he always says. I I know. know (laughs) He never changes. It never changes, Chris. All right. We're going to change course here for just a few, well, for a little bit. Every year, every September, usually the second or third week in September, Apple has a big event. And this is where they announce their new iPhones, iPads, Apple Watches, and things related to Apple TV. And Mike, I presume you were there there yesterday? Uh, yes, I did listen to the event. Now, I have no less than five podcasts with different people and their opinions and perspectives and maybe additional info. But, yeah, I was there actually at the uh, event. It was pretty cool because I just went to Apple.com and clicked play, and it uh, started playing with audio description. And I transferred it into my Soto speakers so I could listen to it in all its glory. So, yeah, we did hear the announcements. They got new iPads, a new watch, and four new iPhones under the moniker of iPhone 13. That's correct. I guess the $64 question is, do you have any plans to take your your SE and trade it in and get an Apple uh, an Apple 13 iPhone. Well, I doubt it. However, I certainly will look and see what the trade-in value is. They emphasized a couple different times that they were given anywhere between $400 and $1,000 trade-in value for certain phones. So I don't know where the SE, of course, the SE only sold for 399 So 
Yeah. Uh, if, if they gave me near full value, which I doubt they would, probably two fifty, three hundred. So, probably not. But I certainly will look at it. They are supposed to go and take orders Friday, and then uh, start shipping on the twenty fourth, I believe. So, which also you, know, you can may... pay for it over time too, Mike. If you had. Oh yeah, time. yeah, I could. Do that. I, 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 I'm going to look at it only because there's two things I really dislike with the SE. I hate to lose the home button, but I think I could work around that. Most people have. But the sound quality and the really short battery life. Uh, nope. Yeah, the battery life would be my biggest concern. Everybody else has worked around the home button. That's not a, that's not a big deal. And if you're really into that, you can put a gesture on the back or you can make it where you can tap the back of it. And get to your home home screen, suppose, if you really wanted to. But I guess I saw a difference in the cameras, the speed. The one thing that concerned me on all of these podcasts that I read last night and everything else is that, yes, the cameras are wonderful. You know, when you get up to the pro version, you're even going to get a better camera. But I had nothing... I mean, nothing except for in the reference in the iPad mini. The thing that stood out to me, anything about the tone, I mean, the sound quality. I didn't hear anything, any improvements for the sound quality. Did you? Not no mention of it. So either, but that's not something I, I don't ever recall talking about improved speaker. Maybe they have in one year in the past, but... So, yeah, there's no way of knowing without hearing it. And uh, so, yeah, I don't know if there's any benefit. I would say the two things that it may help us, well, certainly a better camera is helpful, especially for using things like Ira, Be My Eyes, or, you know, if you can seeing AI would like to work better with a better camera, you know. Exactly, uh, any of those uh, readers. But so the two things that got my attention and proof, well, three things, I guess, is the A15 chip. And I think even SE is a 13, right? So yeah. you should see some noticeable speed improvement performance there. Uh, one, all of the new 13s, I guess, will have 5G capability if it's even in your area. You know, last time I checked, it only covered about 1% of the country. So, you know, that's still going to take some time before that really rolls up. But, Bill, you've seen the benefits of it. So that might be a nice feature. Uh, to have, but the other thing, and I don't know how this is going to relate. It talked about well, two things. One, I guess this would save the battery. It can go anywhere between ten and one hundred and twenty times per second refresh rate. So, in other words, if you don't need it to refresh as often, that it's going to look good, and maybe that'll help partials, uh, some with low vision, to see it better, but also save battery life, so it doesn't need to have as high resolution when you're not really doing that much. But it said something about. Uh, Something about tracking your swiping, you know, your gestures and stuff. So I don't know if that will translate to anything really useful for us. But the other thing, I guess it would really help with some of the stuff in iOS 15, which I've been using, actually. And um, That should be cool, coming out next week, I think. They didn't mention it, though. Yeah, they, they didn't did mention it. But you would think if they come out with a new iPhone, they usually come out with a new version. But that doesn't mean... No, the big thing they talked about this past week, uh, the last few days, has been the big security update for iOS 14. So that you would need to get that, and you know, um, only audio thing I heard him even mention was something about Dolby Audio, but I think they already have it. 
So, Mike, I mean, I, I think most sighted people who get these iPhones aren't buying them for the audio. They're buying them for the video when no, they use the camera. The what, what, would you buy the new iPad Mini or the new iPad if you had to? If you had the money to buy it, any of those, Mike, at all? Would you buy any of those? Well, that iPad Mini sounded interesting to me, but it, my only the only intrigue I had for an iPad, and I guess you could do it, you have to change the default behavior, was that since I do websites, if the iPad would actually let me see it, let me feel it, uh, the way that sighted folks see it. So, in other words, if you know you got links going down the left side of the screen, or on the right side, or across the top, horizontally, you know that I could actually see that the way that it appears visually to others it might help me in that context. But uh, generally, I haven't. I mean, I've never bought an iPad. I haven't felt the need for it. Now, Bill and Jenny have them, and that was kind of cool. They had that cool case where you'd open it up like a notebook, and the keyboards on one side, and the iPads on the other, and it's kind of a nice set up and i mean there's some apps that probably a little more accessible because you got that larger real estate on the screen well maybe but the one other thing that was compelling that i liked about the ipad mini was it also has usb-c c yeah and you know what's the benefit of usb-c i'm not asking them to be stupid but for those who don't know i'm just uh you know. Well, it's a. It's universal. A lot of devices, almost all the new devices, come up with USB-C, so you got more options for power. But USB-C is also powered, so that way, you know, you could be using the phone, charge it much, much faster. But just, you know, instead of having the proprietary lightning, you know, there's a lot of every times you need to charge your phone, you have a lot of other options. You can plug a mixer into your that iPad. You could plug a microphone. That goes directly, USB-C microphone. Yeah, so much one, more professional applications for right, that audio Right, you could plug one of those sound, you know, those, um, what do you call those things, Mike? They look like a mixer, but they're not, um, you know, where you've got two and four channels, the... Um, the hybrid pro could that work with, would that work with the USB C mic at all? Then what do you have? Uh, well, mine doesn't have C on it, but... Yeah, yeah I know what Bill's talking about having a middle block because I own one. Yeah, it's the four-channel recorders and stuff. So, yeah, you could... Yeah, you could... You a lot more peripherals to, to plug in there. Yeah, you could plug those in. That's that's a benefit, a benefit of it. Um, or a braille display. I guess I'll, you'd probably want Bluetooth, but, like, the braille display I have is USB-C, so I could hook it directly to the device. Right, you could do that. You could hook your... Uh, hymns, if you had hymn six, but there's a lot of things you can do. And um, if they said if the consensus was that if you had an iPhone 12 now or 12 Pro Max or something like that, you might not notice a difference significantly. But if you had a 10 like I do, a 10XR, you would notice a substantial difference. So that may be something um, we haven't even talked about the Apple Watch. They said that was a very small. Yeah, because uh, they've got no no approval for additional health sensors, the things that they want to do. Right. Ultimately, they can't really do yet. Uh, so to my thinking, sleep. this hardware is almost like an incremental. This was the year it was. You know, we've got to sell these, and I, I don't know that it's a groundbreaking this year. It Especially Jonathan Mosin. I don't think he's ever skipped out but one time 
you know, he doesn't... Um, He's going well, again, to he has a 12. I, I, it depends on where you're coming from, right? If, right, yeah. If you've got a 12, on. maybe even 11, but if you got a 10, I got an SE, or someone's still rocking an 8 out there, you know, then, yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be a su- substantial difference. They also came out with the... And they say this is going to be the last year of the minis. They're not selling that well. The iPhone 13 mini... Yes, we could give, so two things there. One, I guess all of them begin at 128. There are no more 64 gig versions. Right, that is a big difference. Now, I like that one, 128. Oh, I like the the idea. But didn't they have iPhone Pro Max? One of those, you can get a one terabyte. You can get that on these Yeah, one terabyte. Yeah. So the starting point, I'm sure folks are curious, price points. The mini starts at 699, the regular uh, iPhone 13, 799. Pro nine ninety nine and Pro Max ten ninety nine. So I would get those out numbers now, out of the way. And they did point out on all of those models on the show that they uh, they have I believe it's a two year payment plan. Is that what I'm what I heard? I know that you could definitely pay it over time without interest free. Yeah, you could do that directly through Apple. You could do it through all your carriers. They'll do that. Of course, if you do it through a carrier, they work a little different. Sometimes they'll give you money off of that, but it's prorated over the. So it's to keep you with that carrier, right, for two years, T-Mobile or uh, Spectrum yep. Mobile, which I switched to, so you could do things like that. See, I have Spectrum for my cell phone, and if I bought the iPhone Mini, 13, is it the 13 Mini, whatever it is, the, whatever the Mini is, or I bought the iPhone 13, can I take the SIM from my iPhone 8 and put that in the 13? I should, I should not have a problem doing that, I wouldn't think. But I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's they know. usually don't do that because usually you'll just get a new. There'll be a SIM in there, and then you'll activate it. And but how do I put the number over? Is that by activating it? Is that how that would work, Mike? That's yeah, yeah. When you when you set it up, you know, you tell them you're gonna. They already know that, and they tell you. You tell them what carrier you're going to use. And uh, so I don't know how that works with Spectrum Mobile. I guess you said it specifically they use Verizon, but the, uh, right, you would tell them that, and then you get the phone and you activate it, and it just transfers to the new SIM card in the phone. Right, but I mean, I was going to buy my phone at the Apple Store. That's the way I, I don't want to buy it through Spectrum because it's uh, I don't it's not going to save me any money by doing it that way, would it? I don't think it would. I think they I don't think they add charges to it. I think it's twenty four months, but um, but yeah, Apple's good to to work with them on that. Uh, Best Buy is a very good too, and they're good about stepping you through the setup and and doing everything for you right there. They, well, as you, as you said, Jonathan Mosen felt that it was not uh, worthwhile this year. Uh, for him, do you agree with Do you agree with him, Mike, on that? Or, or not? Well, again, he's got the twelve, and he said at the beginning he wasn't going to get the twelve, and then he broke down and did get the twelve because he was interested in the lidar. And of course, they didn't talk about the lidar. And for folks who don't know what that is, that's the ability to kind of detect motion and distance and so forth. And I think you talked about this last week or the week before about how if it's set up properly, you could use it. We'll say for social distancing, but say if you're in a line and you want to know when that line's moving forward without you know whacking someone's foot with your cane or whatever, or right. worse. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that's you know the lidar applications they use for travel, indoor travel, and you know, so that could be one thing as well. It didn't say if all the phones have the LiDAR. That would be a good question. There's always things that don't come out, you know, that kind of get glossed over. And you'd have to kind of read some of the, like, the teardowns and some of the different reviews. And so it always takes a couple of days to really figure out what's under the hood uh, of these devices. Um, this, I predict, this is going to be the year, and we're going to see it. 
you're going to see a lot more Android um, inroads this year, I think. I well, think Android 12 is about to be released. Um, was it somewhere around October 5th? Somewhere around the same time as Windows 11. Uh, so Android 12 is going to have some more accessibility stuff, and I think your phone bill's new enough. You'll probably be able to take advantage of that. So Yeah, it, but I, I'm thinking, you know, I've got pretty much all of the features in my Android phone that that those uh, you know the now the chip may be a of course that's relative but you know that's kind of relative. So yeah, for context, so for listeners, I mean, if you're okay with Android and you can learn the differences in the way it works, but you, know, you can get the same quality of hardware for half the price. And generally, in pretty much every phone, I've heard much better speakers. So if, oh, if my the sound God. Quality... My speaker is so much better than any iPhone I've ever heard. That's truly good stereo. Of course, it's got the USB-C and all the other stuff. And you can slide an SD card in there, which gives you that extra storage space if you so desire. And you... And this may not be a big thing to you, but we were working on something the other night which would have required this. You can copy pictures, your documents from that phone to your computer or back and forth. And there's certain limitations that Apple puts on your you know, on your phone, that it's locked down. You're just not right. able to. You have to, to use Dropbox to get files on your phone. Whereas Android, right, right, right. And, and don't forget music, and you can take any song and make a ringtone out of it. Right. So, so there, there's some differences. I'm not saying I don't like because I love the iPhone, but there are surely some some keen differences. I started that journey about a year ago and didn't know how I was going to like that. But And there are days it gets frustrating. But I'm learning more and more and more and more, you know, every day. But the the difference in the sound quality, I got my phone less than $600, and that was unlocked and everything else. And that will, you know, it will challenge those phones. So uh, yeah. have they discontinued the iPhone 8, Mike? Because I didn't hear them mention that at all. Yeah, I think the... Uh a, the oldest you'll be able to buy, I think, is the 11. I believe he said you can still get the 11 and 12. Right. They so think- I still have an 8, so I'm not going to say it's going to be dead by, by this year, the end of next year, but it, but it's a matter of time before they won't support anything on it anymore. That's that's the big thing, correct? I think they're still going back to 6S as far as iOS 15, but I understand if you get an older phone, you don't get all the features, but I don't know if you guys have talked about this, but the coolest feature in iOS 15 is the ability to to transcribe text in a picture, and I've tested this. So you could take a picture of something, and if there's something written in that picture, it'll read it to you. So it's pretty cool. Uh, it, it's kind of neat to, to to see that work. Is the beta version pretty stable right now? Yes, they've all been very stable. Uh, they're up to version eight, and uh, so hopefully it'll be released pretty soon. They've been pretty stable. The one thing I was frustrated with, and I think they finally put it back, it seems to come and go, and this was one of my big impetus to upgrade, was that 
Siri and that they were going to put the voice dictation on your phone. So instead of it having to go out in the cloud and you know how many mistakes that makes. Oh, my God. So when I first got it, it was a lot better. And then it seemed like they went back to the old days. But now it seems like it's back again. So I don't know. That's, that's the thing when you beta test software. But so when they have that working right, it's on your phone. It works much, much better. So not perfect, but much better. And uh, that to me is a big deal you asked about upgrading a phone that that is a big deal to me to have a good voice and one thing i found about dictation if i'm using my iphone i slide down and hit the dictate button whenever possible and tap that and then like if i'm ordering something from the store and i don't want to type it in i can say it and that's usually pretty accurate doing it that way what it does, though, and this is important to understand, is it, it dictates in, like, little blocks. So, in other words, if you dictate something longer, and then when you hit stop, it only reads the last part that it transcribes. So, that might throw you and make you think that you missed right. everything that you just said. So, you got to get in that edit field and have it read it back to you and make sure it's what you want. But Yeah, it, it definitely is, you know, I'm looking forward to that. You know, the new upgrades, we'll see how well they, they, you know, they work. And, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't. You're in the rural part of Indiana, Mike. Are you going to be able to, I always like to go to the Apple store and put my hands on these things. So that's going to be a little difficult. Well, they didn't even have a real Apple store in Evansville either, for that matter. Oh, okay. I mean, you have to go to Best Buy or I have to go near real Apple stores in Lowell. Right. And so uh, if you don't have an Apple store near you, you've got to do what you can do. And usually Best Buy gets them about as fast, and, you know, um, it depends. Now, Mike, are you off of T-Mobile now? Yeah, I switched. I went. I switched to Spectrum Mobile, which uses Verizon, which is a little faster and a little better coverage out here, being a little more rural. I mean, T-Mobile worked. Of course, a lot of people, even who work for T-Mobile, said they wouldn't have it in this area, but... Uh, I, I would say, you know, if you're going to be more rural variety, it's probably number one, followed by AT&T. But, you know, the same thing. I don't travel a lot, but when I do, I certainly want it. But the speeds were a little bit better, and it was, you know, five bucks less a month. Or you could actually have, I think as Jeff could tell you, with, with Spectrum Mobile, you can get unlimited for like 45 a month. Yeah, on forty-five a month, or you oh, can, or if you really don't go anywhere and you're at home most of the time, you can go. You can pay by the gig, which means you get unlimited voice and text, and then you pay fourteen dollars a month. So if you don't use over a gig, uh, you can. Which I, which is what I do, because I never use the phone except if I'm going to make phone calls. That's not using up your data. So if I use the phone outside my house when I'm, when I'm traveling around, I'm not listening to radio stations or anything like that. So for me, it works perfectly. That might be the case for everyone. I'm going to try. I'm, I'm going to try it and see if it works, but. Uh, you know, you you got to be careful and either turn off things and make sure that you're only using it. So, in other words, if you want barred books or podcasts, you might try to download those and get those on your device before you right, take off and go travel. That's right. That's what I would do. Pam, can you add? You unmuted yourself already. So, what, what, you have a question for the panel here? Yes, I, yes, I do. We don't have any answers, but we'll help you out anyway. Go ahead, Pam. I'm kidding. We'll make I'm it kidding you. What uh, what accessibility uh, enhancements were offered? Well, again, that wasn't really mentioned, so. I would say accessibility might be features in iOS 15. It's only going to work on newer phones. What 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 phone do you currently have? Well, I've got a I've got one that I've had paid for for a couple of years. Right. I, I I need a new phone. I've got a 6s plus. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You really do need a. New well, phone. you're gonna right. You're gonna get accessibility. 
not so much because you got the new iOS 15. You're going to get it by having a newer phone. Because right. what people don't understand is they say, yeah, you know, iOS 15 will work on your 6 Plus, but not every feature will. Oh, no, no, no. Right. I, so, I, I understand that. But my so, biggest reason for having kept it is because I like my home button. I like my headphone jack. Yeah, of course, they give you the little yeah, adapter that you, you can plug in and still still plug in your 3.5 on the other end of it. So Do they still well, get that, the, the problem with that adapter is, though, is you plug that adapter and you can't charge your phone while you're while using the headphones. I want to get a droid, Pam. Yeah, well, yeah I've, I've actually had a droid before. I had a Well, and the other ago. thing is I will, I don't know, but you better... Folks just need to get used to the concept. You're not going to have a home button. All these phones, they've went away from it, Android or or the iPhone. So you might well, as well Android, just... Android, you have a virtual home button. Yeah, you have a home button that you can... One thing about the Android, the, there is a virtual home button, a virtual back button, and yeah, a virtual yeah. recent button. So Now, did I hear this correctly that the... Uh, the new the new phones, the fingerprint will actually be in the volume button. So I, I know there's a fingerprint reader on the iPad Mini, but I didn't. I didn't. No, hear that I don't think phone. on the phone. I think that's a thing they wanted, and I don't think that's a thing that happened. But, right, but if they do that on the phone, then right, you'll be able to essentially perform the same function of unlocking your phone right. by touching the volume button instead of a physical right a round thing on the front of your screen. But right, and that you know it's. Something Apple's been reluctant to embrace, but these other companies have been able to do it. Now, they, you know, if they don't want to do it, they won't do it. But let me let me tell you what. I, there is one negative thing about iOS 15, and I did find finally found a solution, at least for me. Safari, they have made a lot worse. Oh, I don't. God, how much worse can it get? Oh, Bill, it's really bad because it hides the address bar and. I just hate it. There are certain websites that won't work. Like if you got forms and stuff you're trying to do, it won't work. So what I did the other day, uh, I installed Brave. There's Brave for iOS, which is I'm a big fan of. I use it at Windows. I do too. Hey, her. I love Brave browser, but you can get Brave. Just go in your app store and search for Brave browser, and you can install that. And it works with media, which I know is a big concern for a lot of folks. You can play anything. Although I did notice yesterday when it, the screen locked, then it disconnected from my Apple TV, so I had to go in there and change it so that my phone didn't lock automatically. So that might be a beta thing, or I don't know. But anyway, yeah, Safari is awful. I really don't know what they're doing with it. Now, they said there's a setting you can change and make it go back to its default behavior, but they have really taken it. By the way, if, if you don't like Brave, um, or if you don't want to get Brave, there is Google Chrome for the iOS, and that, that works like the same way as Brave, Mike. It's the same yeah, Chromium I think there's Brown. Google Chrome, there's Edge, there's Brave. Chromium, they're all, they all use the same, what they call engine on the back end. So, But Brave gives you a lot of security, and it tells you there's something called Shields Up, so it tells you if it thinks a website is doing some malicious activity or at least spyware or tracking your activity, and you can stop that. So that's why I really like Brave. It's just a personal, but they all work kind of the same, so if you learn one, you can kind of go between them. I think the only problem I have with Brave sometimes, Mike, is if I lock it down completely, some websites won't work because it needs – you really can't lock everything down. And have but it gives you that option. It, like I said, it's called Shields Up or Shields Down, and so you, if, if you got a website that don't work, you could just tap a button that says, 
shields down, and that website will be allowed to do. And now you can make Brave your default browser now? Yeah, it came up the second time I ran it. It came up and said, do you want to make this your default? And you, you just tap there, and it took you right into settings, and it showed you the default browser was Safari, and I just tapped on the Brave button, and it made it the default. So Yeah, because Safari, to me, is has been for years, has been one of the weakest links. Jennifer likes it. She's one of the only people I know that likes it. And Brave even had the reader mode. I thought maybe that was the Safari thing. You know, the reader mode where it yeah. strips out all the other junk, and that still seemed to be there in Brave. So I just installed it, but so far so good. I've been very happy with it, and... Uh, but just be mindful when you go to iOS 15 that Safari was made even worse. I have to leave you guys. My cleaning lady just arrived. So okay. thank you all very much. All right, Jeff. Thank you, Bill. Sorry about that. No problem. Um, now, have you ever done a download with Brave? Uh, no, I haven't done that yet. So that's a good question. Uh, I mean, I've streamed content, but I haven't done a download. So I will try that, Bill, and see how that works. See like where it works. puts it, and can you get back to the files? That's a good question. Um, and now, Jennifer, we're going to give you equal time here. Why do you like Safari? Well, one of the main reasons is because of that uh, reader thing where you can hear something on the page that you just want to read that, a document, like a news story or something like that. You can go into that format thing and turn on that reader, and it strips out all the link so you can just read the document fortunately all of them are doing that now so that's i don't know why i've never liked safari it's because they just put up junk before you well, can even it get... used to be that things would work on your phone or on your ipad that wouldn't always work with speech on the computer because of safari but now not so much yeah i remember that i was at that i went to the acb convention in uh Nevada, Sparks, Nevada, and I could not log in on Windows at all. I had to use Safari on the iPhone to actually get logged in for the Wi-Fi. But so once in a while, it, well, sometimes. Yeah. And when I sold Cincy, that was the only way for a while that I could even use the, the control panel to place orders as a dealer because they had this little menu that popped up when you started to search for something, and the Safari would show it, and Windows, until they found a workaround for it, wouldn't show the menu, so you could choose the items looking for. But, but it, I mean, it's what it is. I mean, if you're used to Safari or whatever browser, you know. But to me, they've just gotten it worse and worse and worse over the years, and they finally just was it last year or this year let you make your you know, change your default browser. Yeah, and of course you can have both. I mean, you can have more than one, just like in Windows, so that's a good thing. You can, you know, like me, if I want to brave as my default, but if there's something I think Safari can render better, then you can just open that. Now, when you were using Brave, what kind of audio media were you doing? I, I did the Apple event yesterday, and I did uh, one of my clients' radio reading service, and I just clicked on that to see if it would automatically begin streaming and it did so all that worked and it, it's cool because up there it's like a little thing that pops up and you can click close and you're back on the web page so i kind of like the way that works better than safari where sometimes you'd have to like leave the web page or you definitely click stop but you could close this and then go do something else and stay on the website and not so so far so good but i haven't tried downloads bill i would definitely do that because i don't really use safari a lot like that 
browser's no, kind of one for some reason like i'm backwards i guess and in that way I, it's one of the last things that i use on a phone usually i just do everything within the respective apps well, but you i will try to close the, the tabs like your computer does when you close the browser so when you go back into it it's a clean browser yeah i like that too where safari it goes where you were before and then you and maybe you want to stay on the same website, but as soon as you delete one character, if you do it at the end, it deletes the whole address, and you got to start over again. And I don't know. There's just little things about Safari that get under my skin, but the new one where it hides the address bar, who would do that? I mean, I, I don't know. It's... Now, when you type on the phone like that, were you using your Braille display? Were you just typing naturally um, when you were typing in addresses and stuff on Safari, or did you use um, I've been little more successful with voice now that it works better, but uh, usually I'm manually typing it, but uh, I can get a lot of it done now with my voice if it's not too complex of a URL. If it's something like legendoldies.com, I could just say that and it'll go there. But if it's something with some dashes or whatever, it may not, or just even like Loftware, you know, but it's it's getting smart about learning. But if you did it, since you've never been there before, it probably wouldn't type L-A-U-F-W-I-R-E. It'd probably type L-O-F-T or something. But So I've been a little bit more with voice, but otherwise I'm just typing it still. So when did you switch over to Spectrum? Um, it was about two weeks. It was, uh, last, it was last week in August, so three weeks, I guess. It's been a while. I switched so. over to but. What do you find intriguing about the iPad Mini besides being able to look at your websites? Do you see anything else that... Yeah, I mean, like I said, I've never had one, so it's one of those things I'd have to I'd like show me the benefit of it. Um, so, like you said, the USB-C to actually interface it with audio and stuff. I'm still old school. I'll use my computer because <coughs> that's just kind of the way I've been for business and everything. So... I just thought the Mini seemed like they'd really modernized it a lot. Like the comments made the iPad, it was just an incremental upgrade to it. So the USB-C and... Uh, 5G. 5G, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a big, a big difference. And, of course, it's got the fastest processor, too. And it costs a lot more. So you would think Mini, you would think, well, Mini would cost less. But, no, it, it actually costs more. But... They call it mini. It's still like an 8-inch screen. Well, I'm being blind. I don't really need that. So that's not something that I really need. They, one of the things they emphasized yesterday was using the new iPhones to do, they talk more about video oh. than audio, but if it can do video, then it can also do audio at a pretty good clip. So That was called an audio interface, by the way, finally. Yeah, okay. I didn't realize that's the word you were looking for. I thought you were talking a specific product. No. But, yeah, audio interfaces or digital audio workstations, what they call yeah. AWs. Right. Yeah, that finally kicked in. <laughs> but, you know, it, it finally kicked in and you know, but that that was the only thing I don't didn't see anything about the watch, but I'm not a watch expert. Um, well, there's no new sensors. So a lot of the things I would be waiting for would be ability to really track to really truly monitor your heart rate, blood pressure, sleep, because the way that it is getting blood pressure now is really not you, know, you really can't do that correctly. So. It's going to be a couple more years. They got to get FDA approval for some of the stuff they're trying to do. You know, the A1C, those are big things, and you know they have enough trouble getting it with um, this. You know, with the Libra Link. So right, and this you're not penetrating the skin, and you're down on the wrists, and so it's just not really. 
you know, it it's not there. But I would advise people if if it's something that's going to make a big difference, then it might be worth investing. But if if it really is not, you've got an eleven or twelve, or you're satisfied with your ten or your eight, but just keep in mind the home button is gone. You can find them, I think, in maybe some of the cheaper Android ones where they've got a headphone jack and a fingerprint sensor and stuff like that. But it is it is gone. But I would say, but of course I want to find out about the LiDAR, but I would say myself, if you did want to go to the 13, I would probably go with the Pro. I mean, I don't know. Maybe the Mini would work for you, but... I just know last year there were so many complaints about limitations with the Mini, the battery life and everything that I just don't know if I would go the route of the Mini. But You know, the battery is supposed to have about, what, additional two and a half hours on the... Well, the Mini was 1.5, the Pro, the right, the regular uh, was two and a half, but that's compared uh, with the 12. So if you don't have a 12, then you don't have a point of reference. But the 12 is supposed to have pretty good battery life. So, I mean, if you're coming with, from a 10R or like an SE, like I am, I mean, you're going to notice a substantial, a substantial difference. Pam, come on in if you want to say something. Okay. Um, yeah, I was just, you were talking about um, 11s and 12s and all this. What do you, with reference to the camera and how it works with things like Ira and Be My Eyes and that sort of thing, what phone do you think is going to... I mean, how do you how do you know what is good enough versus more than you need? Well, well it may uh, depend on what you're using it for. I mean, it's one thing if you're just in the home and you're having them identify things, and you have probably when you think Bill, especially more if you were traveling and you wanted them to be able to see in all directions of where you are. You know, if you're right. using the, the more widescreen. First of all, I don't think you can ever have enough camera. I don't think you can have enough that they can see for you. So I don't I don't think we're at that point yet. A minimal, that's hard to say. They tell me the older iPhones and, you know, some of the cheaper just do not have the camera. When you've got a phone with three cameras and, you know, the wide lens, you know, they can do that kind of I'll stuff. So guess, yeah. I don't think you can ever get too much, do you? Yeah, because I would say if you're trying to use Ira, be my eyes with something like a 6S or an 8, you probably have to really turn your body and get that thing really in the direction, get it centered in that camera, you know, so. Did they say anything about indoor navigation as far as in their mapping? No, and that, that see, that's Apple's, yeah. This is a mainstream event, so unfortunately, like this is what I was saying earlier, about when it comes to accessibility and LiDAR and those kind of things, you almost have to wait a couple of days and when some people get their hands on them and do their reviews and kind of find out how some of that other stuff. It looks like Good Maps is the one that's leading the way in the indoor, and I'm sure the more camera they have to work with, the easier it's going to be. They've got a, they've got real challenges. Um, wouldn't you say, Mike, just to... Well, yeah, if buildings still have to be mapped, I mean, we, we ultimately need a technology that can, do, can do that. I mean, they've got they've got sensors now that can go like over 100 feet where you could just put a few of them very sparsely and, and, and cover the building. But, uh, yeah, it's... 
But you remember several years ago at ACB, they had one. Oh, in St. Louis, that was pretty bad. Oh, yeah. my but, God. <laughs> that had oh, me feeling. I don't even want to think about that. Oh, you're right. But that, uh, that had the volunteers that were there and oh. where they were going. Yeah. So, that was not pretty. Yeah, you were excited at first when it worked. Oh, great. It tell me this is, you know, 40 feet away. But then as soon as you moved, it totally lost any ability. And they, to and they didn't you tell you you were three floors off. Yeah, exactly. across the whole yeah, building. The whole building was across the hall from the place he wanted yeah. to go to when we were by our hotel room, and it wasn't even close to the oh, hotel room. Man. I had to go across the whole building. If I remember right, I got lost with both of you, and yeah. you had Ira. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's always, I don't know about you guys, but when I go to those conventions, it's always near like the last day, the day before I finally kind of figure it out and get everything yeah. pictured. And I understand, of course, then we're done. We never come back again, but that's the way it goes. But it, it, oh. it's time to. They're just trying to go home, and you're so tired of getting lost every day that you don't even care. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, just let me get out of here. But uh, I think, oh. I think with um, companies like, well, I know Jeff loves that seeing AI, but they're not really as developed as maybe somebody like Envision or SuperSense or what was that one? It's called Scanner. You know, there's a few of them out there. Um, I've never, never yet, and nobody's yet to show me anything that can beat the Android one. Um, I, I can just rip through barcodes like nothing. I can just go through an inventory and just just nail Nails. Now, what about displays like a thermostat or a radio, or have you tried it with stuff like that? Yeah, and that seems to do fairly well. Its strength to me is the barcode, maybe things well, like was, super... We were using it to read the iPad that we were trying to work on, and it told us what the screen said, basically. Well, we that's true. That you could tell what, it tell what you couldn't or couldn't do. So, yeah, it, it is pretty good. But, Bill, I'm curious about something. With your Samsung, have you ever taken it to a store and tried to read tags on a shelf with any of the Android apps yeah. on your Samsung? Yes, I have. Okay, how does that work? That worked perfectly. Well, now, that would be awesome. So you could really, literally go down an aisle and, and scan the products and right. tell you what it is. And right, you can. And the prices? Oh, yeah, and the well, I didn't see the prices. You'd have to switch to a different mode, but yes, you could. But it's not a practical way of. No, it's not. And it's not practical, but it's much better than anything that I've seen. What did I call that app again, Jennifer? Lookout. Lookout. Yes, lookout. Lookout, look and it is it is one of the best. Lookout, and it's free. Of course, you got to hope. And you got to be realistic. Google's known for certain things. And two, three years later, just go, oh, we're dropping it. Oh, we've we're heard of some tech companies that do that, too. Yeah, they do. Uh, we know some blindness companies that are good at that. Are oh, very, yeah. very good at that. Start it out on it. One but, shall not be named. But look, name. yeah, but Lookout is just outstanding. That's one reason. There's two reasons I wouldn't give up this Android right now. Is A, it's phone call quality. Talking to people and listening to people is just outstanding. I get more complaints with my iPhone. But the Lookout is just outstanding. And, okay, what about wireless charging? 
on your iPhone versus your Android? Well, it's probably an unfair question. I don't know that they, the USB-C, when it plugs into, it's so much faster than the Lightning that it's hard to make a comparison. You know, it may charge up two or three times faster. Um, well, when you say wireless, you mean like the Qi charging, which is... Yes. If you're a radio buff, Pam, you're not going to like it because those create so much RF interference. Oh, <laughs> they do. Oh, Lord. Yeah, they do. They do. They really do. But the, the difference, the USB-C is just miles ahead of it. Oh, it's unbelievable because the, uh, I don't know, even on the, the touch has that USB-C charge, and it's way faster than... Well, yeah, because I think USB can do like 100 watts or something like that. It can You can run quite a bit of power through a USB-C connector, so... Yeah, and it, it is so just... I'm, are you saying that Apple's moving away from Lightning and to USB-C? There's, there's rumors they're going to, so I was excited to see the iPad did it. I was hoping when they announced the 13s that they would go to USB-C. That would have been one factor I might have considered doing the upgrade to have that technology. Yeah, but the, that technology is, is, you know, and it all varies. I mean, people are very contented with the Lightning cables and... But they're just not useful for. You've always got to buy another cable to make to make everything work. I, that's me. I'm tired of, of having half a dozen chargers and half a dozen cables. I want one thing that's going to work. And why is it, Mike? I can on some of my speakers, uh, the USB speaker or the wireless, you know, the wireless speakers. I can turn them on. Turn on my Android. I can separate and make the phone call go through the speaker where you can never do that on the iOS or the Apple device. And sometimes you're in an event where you want that to go out into the room, and that's just perfect for that. But you cannot do that with the Apple unless you get some special cords or... Yeah, it kind of depends on what you're doing, because sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, and you never know. Or maybe it does use the speaker, but the Bluetooth, the audio sounds so awful, they can't hear you. And But since we're about out of time, I just want to mention a couple things real quickly, uh, just three three different things real quickly on technology. A, uh, NVDA came out with their 2021.2 yesterday, and it's working really well. Uh, those in the JAWS space, I think Monday they released JAWS... 22 beta 1 and the big thing there people all seem all excited about it is that you can put your speech in one channel and your audio in the other channel so that might be great if you're well sometimes that's helpful yeah that could be helpful uh but it's only worth your default sound card so if you have more than one sound card in your computer that could throw you but so that could be helpful to some i'll play with that and the other thing i just want to mention real quickly uh, windows 11 is supposed to come out october 5th but who knows who's going to be able to upgrade to it i my son was in town from Phoenix, so I had him come over because I found software to upgrade my BIOS, but it wasn't accessible, so I needed decided help to do it. So, And uh, we'll let you know if that's even worth it because, like, last week Windows 11 crashed because they were trying to put more ads in it. I'm like, really, do I want to spend a lot of time upgrading to a new Windows just to have more ads? No, not really. But anyway, there's a couple other quick techie things I wanted to or get those well, in there, and we, of course, will be getting in touch with you one of the things that we've added to jennifer's new website i'll be sending to you is she now has her own toll free number that people will be to call her and that'll kind of set that 
set that aside different where you get direct customer service. So, Michael, you were a lifesaver today, and we really appreciated that. But I figured we'd put all this in one block, you know what I mean, where we wouldn't get interrupted and this, this, that, and the other. But the audience, I think, enjoyed it. Our numbers are good, and thank you so very, 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 very much. And i got to get ready to go back on the air in a couple hours. We're trying a new concept, Mike, on The Legend. Perry and I are doing a show together. It's look, it's mixed with music and some talk and information, and people tend to I, like that. I have listened to that. I, you guys do an excellent job. So well, I think you can't go wrong with more Bill. I think no, the more Bill Bill. you get on there, it's just going to be good, right? No, it's I not. I heard something to the effect that it's going to be all Bill 24-7. Yeah, that's what well, I, heard. I heard that, too. Yeah, all I, Bill all the time. I, but I heard no. a rumor that as long as Tim keeps taking off, that makes for more Bill on the radio. Right, Tim? Yeah. <laughs> and, I guess, I guess that means Pam needs to make sure her computer's working. Whose computer? I said, I guess I need to make sure my computer's acting right. It was, yeah. it was acting weird yesterday morning. I think I straightened it out. Yeah, and what were you going to say, Tim? I was just going to say that um, I, I uh, can't pay the bills when I take off as much as I do. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, and, and don't don't try to circumvent his show because, like the song says, "Don't mess with Bill." And don't yeah, like the other day. I got up nerve and made Tim take the day off. Was that a couple weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, I can't remember what day that was, but. We were we were just prepping people, you know, just prepping people. But how is your shoulder, Tim? It's doing very well. Um, I think I have only three rehab sessions left. What about your leg? That's doing quite well too. In fact, I've started doing more walking around the neighborhood. I, <laughs> I hadn't been able to do that for a while. Well, and I hated that. If we can keep your health up and your computer going. We got a pretty good shot of getting five days in a row of Tim. Yeah, you well, know. we had it last week. Yeah, we did, didn't we? I mean, yeah. I was just lost. I didn't know what to do that I couldn't come on the Tim show. So, but not this week or next, but yeah, we'll we'll go through. It. That's what we do. And well, this time th- next week, I will have flipped the calendar. It will be it will be my birthday next Wednesday. Your birthday. Yeah. Your birthday. But at least your health's better. You're sounding good, Pam. Oh, I guess thank you. We better get I, out of here because Tim. I have felt better. Is really upset because we cut three minutes off of his show. And I'm telling you, if he's not off by one o'clock, I'm going to raise heck. Yeah, or you believe it too, don't you? Yeah. All right, have a good one. Thanks, everyone, so much. Take care, folks. Bye-bye.